Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I have an extremely disgusting story to share, but it has a real beautiful real life application, healing, progress in an extremely tangible way. So I think it's worth the payout or I think the payout is worth the disgust, but you be the judge. So a couple of weeks ago, I did the monster Costco shopping trip for my family and I bought a lot of groceries, Um, (laughs) a lot of groceries. I ended up, sometimes when you check out at Costco, you've been able to pack the cart so much that you need two carts when you're leaving. So I did that, but I hadn't made it through all of Costco. So I had to go back through um, and basically had a three cart shopping trip. And so that was, that was intense. I did manage to pack it all into the Jetta, which I felt very proud of that because that kind of spatial packing is not high on my list of best gifts or skills, (laughs) but we made it. It was okay. And when we got home, I had eager helpers come out to help me bring the groceries inside and it was a very hot day and so I wanted to quickly move the frozen goods up to the deep freezer and so we I had some eager helpers to help me bring the boxes up to the barn and put them in the freezer and uh, in order to facilitate that I knew that I had a box of ice cream bars left over probably a year or two We had three left and I thought, perfect, my three boys will each get one and that will be their reward for helping me to unpack the car on this really hot day. And so I I handed the ice cream bars out, but I thought, I just don't remember where the ice cream box or like, where did the box of ice cream bars go? We had that box of, I bought a new box today, which is why I'm okay handing these out. I just don't remember putting them in the freezer. And I asked the boys and they're like, no, no, we carried everything into the barn, mom. It's all good. And uh, I thought, huh, well, maybe I just put the ice cream bars in the freezer early on and, you know, just kind of dumped things in without really thinking. Okay. And I went about my life. And 10 days later, uh, we were getting ready to go up to church or something and the boys needed to put something in the trunk. And they said, oh, here's the box of ice cream bars. And then they laughed and said, no, no, this is the empty box. Mom, you just put the empty boxes back into the trunk of the Jetta in order to facilitate moving, you know, full boxes, empty boxes. And I thought, oh my goodness, I'm so thankful that I didn't have melted ice cream in the back of the Jetta. That would be horrifying. So more days passed. And uh, at some point, I needed to run up to the barn to get more... uh, large quantity pinto beans. You know, I have kind of bulk storage in five gallon bins. And so I went up to the barn and as I opened the door, I thought, oh, did an animal die in my barn? You know, we don't have a dog anymore. And so it would be possible maybe some raccoon crept in here and died. That would be disgusting. And so I went over to the pinto beans and looked at the ground and there was a bag of frozen strawberries that had been left out. And then I kept looking and realized one of the large Costco boxes had been carried in, probably I carried it in, 
and set it down on one side of the getting ready to load things into the freezer. And all of the other food came on the other side and I never turned around and remembered that original box. And there was a couple bags of shrimp and a couple chickens. And there was a box of ice cream bars indeed. <laughs> a frozen pizza box, which I've, I usually, if I'm going to buy a frozen pizza, I buy it once for when I'm actually shopping at Costco and then not like not anymore. It's like my little treat for going shopping. And that was the first time I'd ever bought two so that we could have a treat some other time. And, uh, oh, it did not smell good. <laughs> it was very clear why the barn did not smell good. And there were juices all over and it was, anyway, I won't go into the details, but it was very, very gross. And, so I spent about, I don't know, half an hour gradually putting these things into other bags and then throwing them into the dumpster because we have a larger construction project going on right now. And it was fascinating to me, though, because as I was doing this, I had no voice of accusation against myself. I was like, well, that's disgusting. <laughs> Too bad those didn't get into the freezer, but oh well, you know, life goes on. Thankfully, we're not in a position in this season of our life where a couple hundred dollars worth of groceries is going to break us. Like, we don't have to fast because I forgot to turn around and load the ingredients in the freezer. And I even knew on some level that we were missing some things, but I apparently had little enough mental margin in that moment to actually deal with it. And so that was, it was just interesting because some years ago, probably a decade now, there was a time we were living in the trailer and I thought, I just want an ice cream bar, which is hilarious because literally I probably eat one of those every two years, like on average, I've probably only bought a few boxes of those over the course of our entire stay in Virginia. So it's hilarious to me that ice cream bars are the, the critical missing connective link here in these two stories. But anyway, this very rare moment where I thought, I just want an ice cream bar. And I was like, but Amy, you don't need an ice cream bar. They're full of sugar. You don't need sugar. Carry on with your life. And I was like, no, no, that's really true. Later that day, I really want an ice cream bar. No, no. So this happened a couple of times over a couple of days. And then those wishes no longer came to mind. I had moved on. <laughs> I was so proud of myself too. Like, yes, I have triumphed over the cravings. And maybe a week later, I went out to the barn and needed to get something, not ice cream bars, but something out of the freezer where the ice cream bars were. And I opened the freezer and everything was very uh, sunken down. The freezer had been off for a good bit of time at that point. And based on the state of decay in the food, I guess I could say thawing and decay, I thought, you know what? I bet when I wanted those ice cream bars that the freezer had just stopped working. And if I had gone out, I would have found that the ice cream bars were soft and we could have saved this entire freezer's worth of food. And I don't remember now if that was the time that we had the whole pig in the freezer. I think that was a different time that our freezer died, but it was, it was a devastating loss for me. 
And I was so mad at myself because I thought I knew I had the prompting of the Holy Spirit and I ignored it. Never mind that in this case, the prompting of the Holy Spirit perhaps looked more like temptation to eat junk food. (laughs) But at the time, I was just beside myself. Like, when am I going to figure out how to recognize the voice of the Lord? You could have saved yourself hundreds of dollars. Why are you such a bad manager? Just this long string of unkindness against me. And nobody else was saying that. My husband was like, okay, yeah, we just need to deal with it and we'll move on. Things happen appliances break. It's part of living in a fallen world. So there wasn't any kind of blame attached to this anywhere else except for me. And so it was a grace from the Lord that I think it was on day three of the uh, the August fast, the pursue fast, where I had said, Lord, I want to not side with the voice of the accuser. And when I found that I had (laughs) completely neglected to put the groceries in the freezer, they were literally, you know, five feet away from this freezer. It would have taken an extra 45 seconds or something to load them. And instead, I spent 30 minutes with extremely putrid smelling stuff trying to navigate the general cleanup. And yet, despite that, there was no blame. It was like, you know what? These things happen. It's okay. And even though the prompting of the Holy Spirit was much stronger in this case, like, where were those ice cream bars? (laughs) Again, it just didn't matter. It was like the Lord said, yeah, you're still my beloved child. You don't even need to give one moment's thought to to the voice of accusation. And so I say that because for me, sometimes I wonder... Lord, am I actually making progress? <laughs> there still are really unkind voices in my head an awful lot. Uh, there still are sad things that happen that I potentially could have avoided if I was paying a little more attention. And so this was really a gift. I mean, it was a disgusting gift. <laughs> Not really a gift that I would seek to share with anybody other than telling the story. But the story itself to me is actually a precious gift because it is a it's a moment of remembrance to say no I am further on in my journey with the Lord in 10 years I have entered into a different understanding of who he is as a good father and so yeah Jesus thank you uh, that you don't come and say what a faithful farmer raised those two chickens that you just wasted horrible child bad and then give some kind of a whipping. Lord, I can imagine a God like that, but that's not the God that you are. So thank you, Lord, that you're not that kind of God and that you don't ask us to (laughs) treat ourselves like that either. So yeah, thank you, Lord. Yeah, thank you, Lord, for your kindness and your love and that you do not accuse your people. Amen.